Hello again and thanks for being with me here today. So no matter where you are, or maybe you're alone, maybe you're with somebody, maybe you're not feeling too good. Uh, so just bear with me and um, let's have a little chat. And what I want to talk to you today about is how do you take things personally? Yes, think about that. Do you take things personally? Because when, fe when feelings are very, very strong, they automatically overwhelm our rational intelligence and prevent a more subtle or wider viewpoint from being considered. In other words, that we're blocked off from resourcefulness or resources that exist or in our conscious mind somewhere and we're not able to access them. But do you take things personally? Because it matters how personally you take things, take events, and how pervasive and how permanent you think the effects will be. Consider this. If dinner didn't taste good and you were the cook, would you tend automatically to think that it was your fault? Would you fail to think about whether the meal stayed in the oven too long or perhaps because people you were cooking for arrived late to eat it or whether the recipe instructions were unclear? Perhaps you add a little, a little too much salt. Would you worry about it for some time afterwards, berating yourself for spoiling the occasion? rather than just apologising, shrugging it off and forgetting about it. Yes, how pervasive do you think events will be? In other words, pervasive being having a general, broad application in your everyday life, effect, affecting you, affecting you. So if you lost your job or failed to get offered a new one, that you really wanted, would you tend to lose heart in everything? Might you see your whole life as a failure and respond negatively to suggestions from others that you should start looking in past years new for a new job? How permanently do you think the effects will be for you? After all, we're talking about you, wherever you are or whoever you may be. After losing a job or failing to get a new one, would you think I'll never find that job another job? If you failed an important exam, would you view your whole life, your entire life, as a, as a failure, being blighted by that one single event? Think of some of the setbacks or sorrows that are making you miserable in your life now and ask yourself the same sort of questions as to how you are responding to them as opposed to reacting to them responding or reacting and i suppose in an ideal world to respond is the more mature 
the more resourceful, the far better place to be rather than reacting. Because when people take things personally and interpret events as having a far bigger or longer lasting impact than the, the than is re really the case, they are overemphasizing or exacerbating the black and white thinking style of the emotional brain by generating more and more emotion. And I introduced, you know, the concept of cause and effect. Now, it's not the standard understa understanding of what cause and effect is, or what cause and effect, or our understanding of what we mean when we say cause and effect. It's different, and I want you to consider this, the difference of this, because when you are at cause, when you are at cause, you are the author of what happens. You are the instigator of what happens. You are the one who is detailing what it is you want in your life, what it is you want happening. However, when you are at effect, you are at the effect of other people, of other situations, situations outside of yourself, maybe organizations out of your, outside of yourself. You are at effect. In other words, I like to think of it that you hand away or hand over to that organization or that person or that whatever it is, you hand to them your remote control and you say, look, go ahead, press my buttons and I'll do what you want me to do. Or rather than saying, look, no, that's my remote control. Bring it back. I want it back to me. I'm going to press my buttons. I will be the call at cause rather than being at effect. Think about that and think of maybe situations in your life where this may apply. Now, in effect, to use that word, the, 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 you turn on, when you are at effect, uh, you turn on the fight or flight response. And that can cause the fight or flight response. And at another time, I'll talk to you about the polyvagal theory, which is which is um, a development uh, further on from the fight or flight response. Now, you may get worked up into a stew, a stew of resentment or hostility or a state of pure anxiety by being at effect. And these are all the symptoms of being at effect. Your self-esteem may suffer. Thinking in an ever more all or nothing terms. If something doesn't go according to plan or a relationship is imperfect on almost every way, this is a complete disaster. In other words, you're awfulizing the situation. And this is why so many people out there are prone to depression and tend to be perfectionists. So, 
look at where you are on that that um, scale of being at cause or effect. So, because when we focus on the negatives and let them loom large in our lives, we take on a power. They take on a power that isn't really real. That it's not real. The message is clear. It's not the circumstances that lead to depression, but how you, yes, you, how you respond to them that matters. Ideally being at cause rather than being at effect. And there are simple strategies that can enable you and empower you to be at cause. Thanks for listening. Maybe comment below, ask questions, and I will answer. And I really do appreciate. So wherever you are, because this is addressed to you, thanks for listening, as I say. And I look forward to talking to you on the next one. Bye-bye for now.